0: It's the Seth, Seth Williams, Williams Show with Mike Gascoka, and here's your host, Seth Williams and Mike Gascoka.
1: And uh, welcome to another Wednesday night. We, my friend.
0: Once it's again, as we
1: talk about all the time, the uh, lovely weather outside continues to change here in
2: Northeast Ohio. Yep, I don't know what it's like in Broadview Heights, but here in Avon, like I said, rain with big snowflakes. Good news is it's not going to stick. Bad news is it's rain with big snowflakes.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, here it's uh, it was doing that, but now it's not doing much of anything. It's raining a little bit, I believe. Uh, but it looks like a line of something just kind of moving through. Um, so I don't know how long it's going to last or supposed to last or whatever, but um, it's uh, coming through as we speak. Uh, tonight. I, what?
2: Go ahead. No, go ahead, please. I was going to say, there's those people that say, you know, we should be thankful, and I got to admit, uh, we really missed everything. There was horrible weather all over the United States, but it always seemed like it started f- 100 miles west of us or 100 miles east of us or 100 miles north of us or i mean cleveland missed every single huge bad storm that was uh, yes pretty amazing
1: yes indeed uh tonight we're going to be talking with uh tony Masaccio here live in a few minutes from one of the greatest places on earth i um, looking forward to that my background should be some sort of hint as to where he's at tonight yeah um Angelo Petiti is supposed to come on tonight at 6 o'clock. We'll see if he uh, calls in. Uh, He may have something else going on. I'm not sure. Uh, We'll see what happens with him tonight. Looking forward to talking to him if we get a chance to. Um, Other
2: than that, we got a lot of other stuff we could talk about. Yeah, i got one thing I'd like to start with. Please. Uh, My background is the night sky... Sunset in a place that's a lot warmer than here, but it is the night sky and that's the focus last night. My girlfriend and I took her grandson to his dad's. Yes. His dad lives real close to the lake in Lorraine. So we're taking little Alan home. And then on the way I had heard about the planetary parade. And I said, Oh my God, we're right here on the beach. Let's stop and see. So we got there about 730 and I didn't remember that as soon as the sun goes down, it still takes 20 minutes for it to get dark, dark. Yeah. But everything they said is true. And I'm saying this now because I want to share it with everybody that might have the opportunity to have the same experience Mary Jo and I did. A, there were an awful lot of people out that were, went there to see the same phenomenon We started conversations with, you know, random people we didn't know about. And it was a lot of fun because we were all interested in it. But B, as soon as it got dark, the first five bright objects you saw in the sky, well, I'll say six. One was the North Star, but the other five were all the planets. And they were in somewhat of a line all the way up to and above the moon. And there is, I didn't know this until a couple people talked about it and Mary Jo downloaded it. And But there is an app called Sky View Free. Sky View Free. And if you download that before you go out and do what I'm about to tell you to do, and you point your ca- your uh, phone, your camera at the sky, all of a sudden on your screen, it identifies every single bright light that you are looking at. It will tell you constellations. It will tell you stars. It will tell you uh, airplane, you know, if that's what it is. But the first, I would say within the first 10 minutes after the sun went down, the brightest objects in the sky were the planets that they were talking about. And it was pretty damn cool to stand outside and have the thing verified that you were looking at Jupiter, Mars, Venus, uh, Jupiter, uh, uh, Saturn, uh, Uranus. yeah and it's visible to the naked eye. It doesn't cost a dime. It's a great excuse to roll something, drink something, hold hands with somebody you care about. But I'm telling you folks it's it's absolutely free. It's absolutely celestial. And with all the crap that's going on in the world, might as well, you know, have one, like, decent memory before, you know, um, uh, Armageddon kicks in. But we had a great time. We met some people. We saw five planets and the moon in almost a straight line, and it didn't cost a nickel. So give yourselves a shot. They say it's visible uh, till Friday, and the best time to view it is as soon as the sun goes down and it gets dark.
1: So, right, so uh, I encourage
2: everybody uh, to do it. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to call, uh, I'm going to
1: say a couple of things about that. One, I think it's awesome that you can see Uranus uh, with your naked eye. That is fantastic. Yeah, especially and, at my weight. Absolutely. Um, and then on top of that, though, how do you know that the app was absolutely true? I mean, I studied constellations when I was younger, so yeah. I have kind of an idea what I'm looking at. Right. Honestly, I can point my phone at the sky and see bright lights and it can tell me whatever the hell it wants to. What if there's a UFO up there? Will it tell you that? I don't know
2: about the UFO thing, but I'm not at the point now where I don't believe there's anything that you can believe in because everything is totally effed up. I I, you know, it's the sky, the planet. It's been doing that for eons Uh You know, it's not like the Earth is flat or anything like that. You can see five planets that are out there looking back at you. And the truth of the matter is, and you know this, if you've studied any kind of uh, astronomy, Mars does appear red even to the naked eye. Yes. So You could pick Mars out in the North Star and the moon all by yourself. The other four, it was kind of cool. to. And Mike is gone.
1: Uh, Mike is no longer with us. Mike um, is having uh, one of those days, apparently. Hopefully, we'll get Mike back. <laughs> I like to look up at the sky and see Orion. I can identify Orion by the belt and by the uh, constellation of junk hanging below it. Uh, you can uh, text into the show uh, if you'd like. Here. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have Mike back at some point very soon. We have uh, Tony Masaccio waiting to go. Uh, he's going to be live from, if you can't guess from my background, uh, probably the b- greatest place on Earth.
2: And welcome back. Yeah, I went out to make sure the sky was still there. Okay, I was
1: I was checking. I thought you were stepping out to check out the sky a little bit.
2: <laughs> still a little light for that, though, Mike. No kidding.
1: Uh, <laughs> Mike is lost in space. Lost in, th- right. Um, we do have an update tonight to give you on the uh, charity thing that we're doing. Um, oh yeah, that too. We're doing a charity with, with a bunch of comedians um, for East Palestine um, after the train derailment there so we are there's gonna be a bunch of comedy shows you can get in by making a donation and some people are having trouble getting their donation out there. So you have to go to the waystation Inc what is it waystation.org what's what's this yeah
2: waystation Inc.org.
1: And then when you're there, I know I see one of the people that texted me, Scott,
2: wants to know how you do it. Well, let me say this. First of all, it warms my heart that after you and I talked about it, after you, me and Chris jumped on board to help sponsor and do all that kind of stuff, that a lot of people listening uh, on Monday had the initiative to go to the website and people wondered what was going on. So here's what it is. What you're going to see is a screen that shows all the normal ways, the first two ways that people donate for the main charities that they're involved with underneath the second entry is one that says other. And that's what you are donating to. You're donating to East Palestine. That's all you have to put in there. You could put in EP and they will figure it out. It's that simple folks. Just go to the screen, the donation screen, and put in EP. They'll know what it's about. You'll get your receipt. The receipt will get you into the shows. But again, I'll reinforce the fact that we decided to go with this charity because none of the comics, none of the promoters, none of the clubs are touching a dime. Anything you donate is going to go to a family, a business, an organization, or a farm in East Palestine. So that's how, you, that's how your money goes directly to where you want it to go. And that's how we can verify that the integrity... That's why we picked this charity, because everybody else wanted a cut. Everybody else wanted to, well, if you give us 10%, we can raise it. No. This is just about us and what we're doing for the folks. And like I said, to have people text and go, hey, we tried, is heartwarming, uh, because you have all month to do it. Take your time. uh, uh bill stone will be on on monday we'll talk some more but uh it's it's really easy just enter uh your amount and other and and ep will work it's that simple
1: very cool um so do that looking forward to uh the shows coming up the comedy shows coming up and helping out the people of east palestine that should be very cool um also tonight we have a new segment starting it's um We'll call it like a rock minute, but it's more like a rock few minutes. Um, Chris Aiken, of course, from the CMS Network, good guy, been on the show numerous times, and a good friend of mine uh, is going to be... We have arguments all the time about rock music of today, and I say that it sucks and there's nothing new out there. He totally disagrees with me, and he's going to start proving it. So we're going to start a regular segment on this show about the new rock music that is out there because I'm a big fan of rock music, and I think that's going to be kind of fun uh, to hear some of that stuff. So we're going to do that tonight at some point. Uh, looking forward to that. It's going to be a great segment on the show, and if you want to sponsor that segment, we're, of course, looking for sponsors all the time, and it's a good way to uh, get your business out there. You can email us, SethWilliams32 at Yahoo.com or Mike at Outlook.com. And uh, we want to get a sponsor going for the uh, rock segment
2: on the show because I'm excited about that. Sweet, uh, I was I was pleased to introduce the comedy segment last week. We got rock, we got food, we got politics, we got save the world, we got and like everything else we've said since we started this show, we also have whatever the audience wants to you know create and help us put on paper. So if the, you got a great idea out there, folks, dial in, call in, type in, whatever, because this show is like, it's so good to be a part of a show that's of the people, by the people, and for the people.
1: So we'll get to the uh, rock segment a little bit later on tonight, uh, hopefully Angelo Petitti. Uh, But right now, I think it's time that uh, we go to the man himself.
3: Uh, who can take rainbow? Who can rainbow? Take- Wrap it the inside so get in the sun and make a groovy lemon pie the candy man the candy man the candy man can because can. 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 he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good, the, world taste
1: good. <laughs> the candy man himself tony masashu live how are you tony
2: Gentlemen, Tony. how are
4: you? Do you remember yeah, you? this? Boy, is absolutely nostalgia, huh?
2: Charlie the, Chip
4: potato chips. The
2: delivery trucks were painted Guys, the exact same colors. Where they are you at, were,
4: Tony? Isn't this cool? You had potato chips dropped off of your house, no different than milk and ice cream and every other product. Guess what? We're back. It's called Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Ah yeah. guys forgot me a
2: great chip too. Yes, where are you at?
4: The, so I am here live at BA Sweet's at six seven seven zero Brook Park Road. And of course, Easter is right around the corner. This building is 40,000 square feet. It's a dentist's dream. So oh remember God. the story of Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Yes. So remember they left breadcrumbs so they can get home? Well, I'm leaving candy wrappers so I can, so I'm leaving candy wrappers so I can find the door out of this place. And if I don't find my way out, you guys gotta find a search party to get me out of this place.
2: Listen, dude, if you're gonna get stuck or stranded someplace, it might as well be there.
4: absolutely. So, again, this is all the Humphrey popcorn that was found in Euclid Beach. Isn't this cool? Yep. This is just aisles and aisles of candy throughout the entire place. Here's some cotton candy. They go through. So, in stock, they have right now presently $4 million of inventory
2: on Before
4: COVID, it was only. Before COVID, it was only three million. Welcome well, to inflation.
2: Wait, wait a minute, Tony. Were you just looking at the wall of Pez dispensers to your right? That is correct, Mike. Check this out. I got to tell you something. Is I that brought, cool? I brought my girlfriend's uh, grandson, Alan, to be sweeties two weeks ago. That wall of Pez dispensers has to be 100 feet long and 50 feet high. Yes. That little five-year-old and boy. Every Pez dispenser that, there is. Raised his arms and said, Michael, so, got- there's billions of them. And he was right. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is
4: funny. You guys, Seth, you were just talking about rock stars, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, guess well. Guess what? The rock stars used to put pills in these and dispense them through Pez dispensers. There you go. <laughs> there you
5: go.
4: Yeah, this is so cool. I mean, you got like milk duds, Milky Ways, and you, Mike. Here's the here's your wall that you were here just it talking is. about. I'm going deep in, I'm going deep inside the building. So if I lose you, I'm gonna go right back to the entrance. But here it is. They also um, have literally bulk of sour of sour candies. They um, have every candy from Wrigley's ice cream or Wrigley's candy bar, Wrigley's, I'm sorry, Wrigley's gum to Heath bars, to the old Clark bars. They also have toys. Here's Monopoly games. Is this cool? This is really a place. I'm going to tell you, again, if you've never been here as a Clevelander, you got to check this place out. It is literally a destination point from people around the world. It's the largest candy store in Northeastern Ohio. Actually, yeah, Northeastern America.
2: America, period. Everyone
4: saying, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. A lot of people don't know this.
4: these Biddle Honeys.
2: Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but Wrigley. I'm I'm losing. All right. While he's lost, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Wrigley and Adams were like rivals all through the early part of the uh, 20th century. Adams actually made the first gum and that blackjack gum with the white and uh, powder blue label is still available at B.A. Sweetie's. Uh, We also had clove gum and then Wrigley's did spearmint and all the fruit flavors and ended up building Wrigley Field and everything else that, you know, he's uh, known for. But uh, the Adams family was responsible for any introducing chewing gum. Now, the great place about
1: uh, great thing about that place, Mike, as soon as you walk in, you know, you just smell the sugar. Absolutely. I'm convinced that I became diabetic by walking through the door. Yeah, we're well, sure that's how it happened. Because yeah. they have literally every candy that you could possibly have.
2: Yeah. Now the picture, I mean, we lost Tony's audio, but the picture, they also have it's gotta be it's gotta be 50 feet long and, and 15 feet high, but it is a working scale model of Euclid Beach Park. If you push the buttons, the rides work, the fireworks go off, the music plays. It's unbelievable. I mean, it is just. And for those of you, that little uh, sweet shop there that has ice cream. Yeah. You pay for the bowl. Yeah. If Yeah. A small, medium or large. You get a bowl the size of and you pay for it. They don't care how much you put in it once you buy the bowl. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's you really can make place. yourself a, a Sunday to last three days. But they have a miniature golf course right next door. There it is. There's all you can, you know, all you can help yourself to. They're, they make their own ice cream. All of those toppings are available. It, it's unbelievable, man. It's Disneyland for your mouth. So quick
1: story. I used to collect Pez dispensers. and Did I you had really? Hun- I literally had hundreds of them. My ex-wife and I would sit there. We'd be on eBay and we'd be bidding to the last possible second to get rare ones. Wow. And then when... Uh, I got divorced. She took the majority of the dispensers, so you know. My oh my
4: god! And those those are priceless right now too. So I know. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. So most guys,
1: I ninety percent of in my divorce.
4: This is really cool too. They have the pure cane sugar soda pop right here is their cooler. They oh have my god! hundred and twenty different soda pops that from the olden days from the New York salsar. So yep. obviously the Coca-Cola that is pure sugar came that you get from like Mexico. Yep. yep. So, they, so I was actually in this area and they said, is there anything I can help you with? I said, yeah. Do you have a bottle opener?
5: <laughs> I <laughs> no got a bottle
4: opener. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, literally, so literally I got to drink one of these things. Is this cool?
2: You can. Yeah, if again, anybody ever asked you, where can I get a bottle of wine? Send them to BA Sweeties. Yeah. This and is, if you, you don't, don't know, know what that is, go to BA Sweeties and buy one. And you know the cool yeah. thing about BA
1: Sweeties? They actually have like bulk like candies too. You can buy yep. things in giant bags. You can so buy little true. bars. You can buy little things. You can buy, you know, all your little candies. But you can actually buy bulk as well. I mean, it, they have really aisle after
2: aisle of different kinds of gummies. They make gummies that are like lizards and turtles and sharks <laughs> and pieces of yeah. pizza. It's unbelievable yeah, they, the stuff they have.
4: They had gummies before. People are eating gummies now. It's no exactly kidding. right. So I don't.
2: They might I don't know, know if you heard us before, Tony, but I said that Ba Sweeties is like Disneyland for your mouth.
4: Oh yes, you're right. Someone just texted. Who made chicle gum?
2: Actually, it- that's there's a uh, if you watch the History Channel, there's a, a thing on the foods that made America, and um, Wrigley wanted to use chicle for I forget what the other product was, and he lo- was desperately uh, trying to save his thirty thousand dollar investment. And his son said, "Well, it's all sticky. Why don't we use it for gum? Because America used to chew, chew pure chickle before it was refined and made into gum and flavored and sweetened and all that other stuff. It's it's a great hour-long documentary on the you know that kind it's of cool. stuff and things.
4: They're amazing.
2: So, what's really cool yeah,
4: about this place too is they not only have their retail store here, which, as I said, is forty thousand square feet. They wholesale it to Cedar point and different yeah. candy shops that are literally across Northern America. So this guy brings in truckloads of candy from the manufacturer. And I was talking to Tom Scheinman, who was the owner and said, guess what? The unfortunate part is sugar has gone up in every other raw material. So unfortunately keeping his inventory up will literally cost him hundreds of of dollars more just in raw material which is, wow. you know, welcome welcome to owning a business. Hey, guys, real quick, what I'm showing you right now, you can actually rent this little part of their soda shop so you can have private parties. And like you had said, Seth, they also have, you said it too, Mike, where now they have the Putt-Putt, and they bought the Denny's, which is in front of yeah. the place. Oh, so wow. they're going to make some, and they're using it as storage right now. But you know what? Tom is so creative, I'm sure he'll find some use for that building also. So... This is a really a great place for families and adults. And the ice cream is literally to die for. It's all homemade right in the back of this warehouse.
2: Oh, absolutely. They have hard disk watermelon candy. Natalie, there isn't a candy that they don't (laughs) have. If it's made, he's got it. But while the three of us are sitting around looking at all this stuff, let me ask Seth and you, Tony, What were your favorite old candies from back in the day? And then I'll share mine. Suck Mike, mine was the Clark bar
4: and you don't find it anymore. So that was my go-to as a candy bar. Yes, that that would be my go-to.
1: Okay. Man, I'm trying to think
4: of it. I don't know. I just like
1: all the classics. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, I but my favorite like candy, like to get like, you're in a second that they have them is the malted Milk Balls. Yeah. Loved the oh, malted yeah. moat balls.
4: Absolutely. Those are wonderful.
1: You know what's great though? And I'm gonna say this, Tone. They actually have a good variety of sugar-free candies too. Uh very so excellent. if you're yeah, if you are very like true. me and you don't want to eat a lot of that stuff, very true. You have sugar-free candy there for you as well. Yeah, so you can did. smell that sugar when you walk in, but you can find something um like me if you if you want it there, and it, it's really good. I mean That's it's a really tasty like it. candy. And
4: here's that bulk that that you were talking about. This is probably one of their greatest sellers because now you just have whatever, you know, here's a set price. You put it in a bag, you weigh it, and you're ready to go. And here's another cool thing, which I did not mention. We're going to grocery stores. We're going to retail stores. There's like two cash registers and one cashier. Well, guess what? They've got 11 checkouts here. And they're going to need it for Easter. And not only oh, yeah. Easter, but obviously for their weekends and even weekdays. I mean, this place is open from 10 o'clock in the morning till 7 at night every day of the week.
2: That's which amazing.
4: Which is really cool.
1: Now, the only so, problem with that- taking your kids, though, guys, the only problem with taking your kids, and I, I know this because I you know, took my daughter a lot when she was young, is that you don't walk out of there without spending a ton of money because every little thing the kid wants, they start grabbing for, you got to get. Because it's amazing yeah. stuff. It really is. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah, then you broke your- stuff that
2: you got. I mean, I came home with Boston baked beans, a bone <laughs> maple candy bar, and uh Peterson's nut roll. Those were the three from my being a kid that's just like and then the, maybe I should maybe class. should
1: start smoking the candy cigarettes again.
2: They still yes. have those. That's what I'm saying. They got <laughs> bubblegum cigars, candy cigarettes, it's amazing.
1: <laughs> This is got
2: really that cool. pop rocks that explode in your mouth, and the zots, and all that stuff that just fizzes and foams, and yeah, it's amazing.
4: You gotta love it. So, guys, as always, let me leave you with the joke, and then I'm going to give you to Ben Williams, who may be Seth's long lost brother. <laughs> Alan Dorothy went to the state fair, and they were standing by the helicopter ride, and. Al says to Dorothy, Dorothy, I am riding this helicopter ride. I don't care. I'm 85 years old. I may never have a chance to do it again. She says, no, Al, it's $100, and $100 is $100, and we cannot afford this. So the pilot overhears them talking and arguing, and he says, listen, I'm going to let you go on this ride, and I'm not going to charge you as long as neither of you say one word or argue while we're up in the air. So they agree. They jump into the Helicopter. They go up in the helicopters making these crazy turns and acrobatic dives. He looks back, neither of them has said a word. He lands, looks over to Alan, says, Oh my god, I am amazed. You didn't say one word. He said, Well, I was gonna say something when Dorothy fell out, but a hundred dollars is a hundred dollars.
2: Oh, geez. Hey, listen, before you go, Tony, this is important because you're real close. I can see from where you're standing. Walk over to the Euclid Beach Park replica model and show everybody that before we leave. We got to talk to Ben Woods, we and we're going you know to talk to Ben.
4: I'm going to give you to Ben right now, and he will explain it to. Hold on,
2: one Sweet. second, guys. Put that right in your
4: right ear, Ben,
2: <laughs> and put that in your mind.
4: There you go. Here he is, Hello, you
2: got me ben, ben. How are you? Ben. Not bad yourself. We are uh, fantastic. So Ben, so, ben this is amazing so thing you do for this city, for this part of the country, for all the kids, for all the kids that are like seventy years old and remember being a kid—that place is like Disneyland for your mouth. That's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, variable cornucopia flavors.
4: So actually, Ben came from the, the old store which was on Coventry which was big fun and then they opened up a store a couple years ago at Pinecrest which was another BA Sweeties unfortunately COVID took its toll they had to shut down Ben came here he's been here for about three years and he literally kind of runs the place with the owner Tom Scheinman so and I'm going to actually show you this which is the old Euclid oh this is so cool look at that
2: That is just so cool. It's pretty neat. Custom made made
5: by one of the guys in the
4: Guys, you got us audio? Yeah, yeah. So again, this is a destination place where people come from literally all over the country. Um, It's just, once you get in here, it's hard to walk out. Like you said, like, I mean, this is just a tour right through this place, not only picking up the candy, but guess what? Remembering our childhood.
2: People want to know the address. Give us the address one more time.
4: It's 6770 Brook Park Road in Cleveland. They moved to this location a few years ago. Uh they were actually by Ridge and Brook Park and they've expanded it obviously to forty thousand square feet. So it's uh really a cool place. They've done a great job. So and yeah, you want to It's still, and, by, and Ridge, and it's still by Ridge
1: and Brook Park. So. Yeah, it's it's fairly yes, close. Correct. And the, Let's other think, on the
4: other side.
2: Yep, we've the just switched to the two other two side four. of Ridge Road now. And Don't you can go. see it with
1: the big lollipop out front.
2: Yep. Don't go unless you got to. there's no yep, way just to look for the, the giant, giant lollipops. There's no way to see that place in less than an hour. None. You got to walk up and down every aisle and just be amazed. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, probably. (laughs) And that ride that we're looking at, that Euclid Beach thing, is right next to the entrance to the sweet shop that he showed us before. So when there's a line you can be entertained and you can go see that before you go in. They also have all kinds of trucks they have all kinds of bottles of pop it's it's a museum as well as a store. It, it truly is amazing. There's so every time I go there I see something that I didn't see last time I was there.
1: Yeah Tony's uh, having trouble with his connection. so thank you Tony. B.A. Sweeties on Brook Park Road, right by Ridge. Uh, it's a great place, man. You really got to get there. Funny story, they you they said they were using that uh, Denny's that used to be out front uh-huh. in storage. That Denny's, years ago, when I worked for the, the FM station, I got uh, dressed up as a clown, makeup and all, big red nose, uh-huh. and I walked into the Denny's, and I walked right back into the kitchen and started banging on the pots and pans and uh, until they called the police. Um, but before the police got there, I decided I, I got to go. And I left the Denny's as I'm pulling out of the, the, the parking lot right there on Brook Park Road. It's a big road there. And I drilled somebody right, like T-boned him, And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And it was live on the radio at this time. So people started like yelling my name out as I'm walking over to make sure I didn't just kill somebody. Right. I'm dressed as a clown trying to make sure I just didn't destroy some poor guy's life and it turns out he was in a hurry because the guy that was driving him was going to take him to the hospital the guy was sick and, and almost like near death and I t-boned him as he was going to the hospital and he's like don't worry about anything and they left and I never heard from him again well <laughs> I guess he was alright I think uh, but yeah it was uh, crazy but yeah, that, that gotta get to BA Sweeties it's an unbelievable place uh it really is. Um it's good talking
2: to Tony. I, I mean I, yeah.
1: a lot of his video came out so it was good to see the entire Yeah, story all the,
2: the pictures are there and and this is the kind of place that I don't care how much you saw and how much we talked and how much video we showed you it still will not prevent you walking in the door and just gasping at taking a look at what all the stuff that's in there. You're going to see stuff you forgot you even knew existed. And you're going to see stuff that you, you know, remember. They got popcorn and they have. Unbelievable. It, it just truly is.
1: Um, one thing we do have to do is we are going to give away.
2: First, want to say hi to James. Uh, Jim,
1: you know, Jim. Yeah. Jim, you don't. You guys get in arguments um, and his lovely wife, Sandy. Jim and Sandy are in New Orleans for the week. They got birthdays and everything happening and uh, they're enjoying themselves in New Orleans. So good for them and uh miss you guys. Uh but one thing we gotta do here real quick, since we just talked to Tony from BA Sweeties, we're gonna give away a $20 gift certificate uh, to BA Sweeties. Wow. A $20 gift certificate to BA Sweeties. So if you want that, uh you have to email me. Email me Seth Williams32 at yahoo.com. Seth Williams32 At yahoo.com, I'm uh, typing that and putting it up there so you can see it. There you go, bingo! Seth Williams 32 yahoo.com. If you want a $20 gift certificate to uh, uh, BA Sweeties, I mean, it's a great place, and you can get a lot of stuff for 20 bucks. Let me tell you, um, they have like an entire wall, like you were saying, just candy bars. Do you remember I like a buck a piece? You can get 20 freaking candy bars. Yeah.
2: Remember you used to, they used to have those little candy uh, soda pop bottles where you bit the top off and then drank what was inside. They got that. They got the wax lips. They got the mouths. They got, I mean, they have so much stuff that the didn't disappear. Like you thought it did.
1: Yeah. Um, candy necklaces. Yep. Good friend just texted candy necklaces, pop rocks. Like you talked about. Yeah. Good stuff, man. All that old time candy's all there, and yeah. uh, it's just it, it's really and all the new stuff too. I mean, they got everything everything you could possibly imagine that's sweet. They have there.
2: Um, and hats off to Jim and Sandy for being on vacation, having all kinds of family stuff to do, and still taking <clears throat> still taking the time to join in and watch the show. So that's appreciated too, folks. Yeah, I don't think they're watching for you though. I don't. Yeah, I didn't say it was for me. I'm, not, I'm just kidding. I'm doing this for I'm them. I'm just they're joking just with you. Yet. All right, let's
1: take a quick break. We'll be right back. And uh, the rock segment uh, coming up in the next half hour. I'm excited about this new rock segment that we're doing. Uh, Chris Aiken hosts it. It's a few minutes long, but it introduces people to new rock music that's out there because I'm interested in it. And as a wise man once said, um, we do the show for ourselves. Bingo. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm interested in this uh, new rock music and, uh, you know, Thanks to Chris for putting it together. We'll do that
0: in just a little while. Uh, We'll be right back. What separates Triv's restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Why? because the food's delicious, and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable, fine dining experience in your own dedicated, intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville, Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830, TRIVS in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flags serve you. 440-305-2065, Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem charlie's does it right you know how it is the check your engine light comes on you put air in the tires and the light is still on 216-470-0170 that's charlie's auto repair 13728 madison in lakewood charlie can do it all from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics winter is here so call charlie's auto repair for snow plowing needs 216-470-0170 charlie's auto repair let charlie make your car great once again
1: All right back here on the uh, seth williams show with mike casalka talking a little candy i hopefully have angelo petitti coming up at six we'll see um and the Rock Segment coming up in just a little bit as well. Something new that we're starting here. would like to get it sponsored if anybody has a business or wants to sponsor a segment on the show. It ain't going to cost you much. And get your uh, name out there. So we do uh, that. that as well. You can email. And uh, there you just email the same address. Nice. And you can also email if you want that $20 gift certificate
2: to be a Sweeties. In addition to that, while we were on break, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, Tony tonight wasn't in a traditional restaurant. He was in a candy store that's unique and, and everybody should visit, et cetera, et cetera. We also have a invitation and the doors always open. If you have a bakery, if you have a food service, if you have a restaurant of your own, if you have a place that you want, to get some attention and publicity and all of that kind of stuff, send it in, give us the information Um, because you never know when we put together, where should we go? What should we talk about? What should we do? Um, Your family business, your friends business, whatever you do uh, can be, you know, gain and benefit from talking with everybody that listens and watches and stuff like that. So uh as much as we say you know you can always uh, sponsor you can always be a subject for us to come out and talk to and uh, get to know us as well as we'd like to get to know you that door is always open
1: uh yeah now I, one thing that you know my wife and i started doing something kind of fun on the side just to make a little extra money yeah um that are like became like door dashers okay now, uh, just, I mean, it's really actually some good extra money on the side, and what it does for me is it gets me out of the freaking house, and so we just kind of do it for fun. It gives us time to spend together, and you know, make a couple of bucks on the side, and we talk and we enjoy the time out, and right. I enjoy getting out of the house. And so we've been doing it, and I've been com- we come across all these different restaurants that I didn't even know were out there. Yeah, um, it's really kind of amazing. Um, so, yeah. You know, Oh, it's it's fun. Yeah, if you have a restaurant whatever you want to get involved, uh Death 32. There you go. Um Angelo Petiti is calling me. <laughs> Good. Holy crap, it's Seth. I stopped listening to the show after Tri passed away because it wasn't the same. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped listening to the show also because it definitely <laughs> was it wasn't uh, the, same. the same.
2: I still don't listen to it because it's not the
1: same. Yeah. Um so, yeah, it's a it's definitely a, a tad bit different. But, yeah, the DoorDash thing is kind of interesting, man. I mean, it really is. People from all over the place are just you know, itching to get their food delivered. Uh, I did it for a while when I was, like, in a wheelchair, and there was, like, nobody home. And I couldn't really make a lot of stuff on my own. And so, you know, it's fairly difficult to eat unless I ordered something. Uh-huh. And so ordering something like that, it, it's super-duper easy, and it's super cool. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, I was here. Uh, didn't know what happened to you, read what happened to you, so sorry you hear all the stuff you went through. But glad you're here. Amen to that. I don't know what your real name is, but uh, I appreciate it. Cool. We're it's glad a, they're uh, here, too. It's been a, a long, long road. I actually went to the doctor today. And? I um need to get a new leg. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, because I... I- it's not because you're.
2: It's not because you're identifying and want a woman's leg, is it?
1: Yes, it is. I <laughs> tend to wear stockings on one leg at least. And I told so you, I,
2: fishnets, dude. That's what you need.
1: Yeah, So I'm going I'm going the fishnet route, so I my right leg is going to identify as a female leg, and uh, we'll uh, show a little thigh as I'm walking down the uh, the streets of oh, Broadway yes. Heights. Um. No, I but. All right, this is the way the doctor described it. My leg went from, like, the bottom portion of my leg that's still there, right? went from a 10-inch PVC pipe to a 5-inch PVC pipe wow. in, like, width or diameter, whatever you want to call it. And so, you know, the big contraption of a leg that they, you know, gave me from the beginning, Manuel Garcia. I love Manuel Garcia out in Strongsville. The prosthetic place is a great place. Um, but the big leg that they gave you from the beginning because after surgery it's kind of bigger and you know you lose weight and then you know everything kind of swelling goes down and all that kind of stuff um you eventually need a new leg and so began the process today of doing that and hopefully within the next couple of weeks and they said i can design it with whatever
2: i want to design it with oh do captain blyde dude just get the wooden peg leg no uh,
3: no
1: like I'm trying to figure out like I could put like a design on it and he said, well, why don't you get like a your your show logo and put it on there? I was like, all right that's a pretty sweet idea. yeah
5: nice. like, that's pretty
1: cool. yeah it is. Then I thought about like putting like CMS network on there. but then I thought about why don't I sell advertising on the leg? Then I could get like another camera, put a leg cam on the show. There you go. And then make some money having advertising on, on the leg. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to put on her. I thought the show logo is, I mean, it's a little bit, it's like getting a tattoo of a girlfriend, man. Although I have tattoos of my wives on, on, on myself. But, you know, what happens if one day you wake up and you say, dude, I'm, I'm taking a cruise ship and I'll see it. I'm can, stuck we- with your, your name on my leg. <laughs> what, or you hate me because I, I voted for Trump and then
2: no and then, I don't I'm stuck no,
1: We, we yeah, got thought, a lot
2: of work to do to fix this country and straighten everybody else out and, and 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 lead the way and all that kind of stuff. And the other thing is we're not in the same studio anymore which is why when you said you're down to a five inch uh, pipe, <laughs> I thought to myself well I haven't I don't see you twice a week and sit at the opposite ends of a long table. But my question is, how much are you still losing weight and working into even better and better shape? That's I mean, amazing.
1: A little plateaued on, on the weight, but I mean, like the leg continues to, to adjust. And uh, But yeah, from 10 inch to 5 inch. My wife is very disappointed, by
2: the way. Yeah, that you went from 10 inches to 5 inches. Yeah. yeah, that sucks.
1: Um, then I was thinking, if I put like your name, like it's like putting another man's name on my body is kind of strange.
2: Well, just do the logo that's up here and just do the initials and nobody will know.
1: Yeah, I guess I could. So yeah, it's like a. Like yeah,
2: because that's a really big tattoo. If you put the Seth Williams show with Michael Trudel,
1: I mean that that's wrap a all big the way tattoo. around like five times. Yeah, if anybody has any ideas of what I should put on my leg, I mean, I guess I'd appreciate it.
2: Yeah, if you're gonna do the printing in small little letters, the way people do that, do it like under boob. Yeah,
1: I, I thought about like a, like a Browns thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh I God. Thought, like, the Browns, but then because I yeah. love the Browns, but the Browns suck. So why am I going to get the Browns? There you go. And then I thought, like, okay, Guardi- I can't go with the Guardians. I mean, I love the Guardians and I, I'm rooting for them and everything, but I'm not going to put the Guardians thing on. I got to tell you Until they get a better I logo. I'm not putting the Guardians. The logo.
2: On. I don't mind the name change and right. I don't mind the new name, but God, that logo must have taken somebody 45 seconds to design. That G on the side of the baseball with a wing. Come on. Mm, see a lot of ex military that have titanium.
1: Then I thought about like an American flag because I think that would be really sweet. Um, That's I true seen too. A couple of guys like with American flags. I'm a, you know yeah. I consider myself a patriot for this country, right? And I think that would be pretty awesome. But at the same time, I get confused a lot every time somebody for some reason every time somebody sees an amputee, somebody with like a leg missing or something like that, they immediately think he's a soldier. And if I get an American flag thing, it's going to just perpetuate that I don't want people to think that I mean I want people to know that I love this country and I think that would that'd be a great idea to put on there but I also you know so I, I don't know what the protocol would be on that also I don't know if it's disrespectful to put a flag on you like no. that I'm not sure because I know there's protocols when it comes to using the American flag you just have to light it up at night so, <laughs> I'll light on my leg when, when
2: <laughs> I'll i put a, some Christmas lights around my <laughs> right leg right. well you know i also know you know that because you're like me we're both you're sick and twisted too in the summer when you wear shorts you'd like to have a tattoo on your prosthesis that looks like you're like hanging out of your shorts and all the way down to your knees so i mean that tattoo is interesting too (laughs) absolutely i'm not sure that my family would appreciate it as much yeah but you wouldn't be doing it for the family you'd be doing it for everybody else that sees you
1: yeah, but see, now I'm so used to
2: wearing shorts.
1: Like, I didn't wear shorts for a long time. Right. Uh, for whatever reason. But now I'm uh, used to wearing shorts because pants are really kind of cumbersome around this leg. Maybe it'll change when I get the new one. Right. Uh, but, uh, and plus, my right leg is never cold now. So it's not like, you know, oh, I'm wearing pants to stay it's... warm. Yeah. My right leg is constantly warm. And so um, I, I don't want something too offensive. I thought about Superman. I'm a huge Superman person. So I think that might be kind of cool to get like the Superman big ass cape or something like that on there. I
2: don't know. There you go. It'll come to you. It'll come know. to you in a dream.
1: All right. So what I want to do now, I'm going to check in with Angelo Petiti also, uh, see if he's good to go for tonight. If not, Sweet. We'll be back in a few. But uh, I want to get this this new segment in this rock segment. I think it's going to be very very cool. Again, the story behind it. Chris Aiken and I. Chris Hagan, of course, from Chris Hagen Presents, the CMS Network. He's in charge of all this stuff. Uh, he's helped me and you with this podcast and getting yeah. it going in the right direction. Uh, he's a friend, and also him and I share a lot of, you know, health tragedies in our lives, but we argue a lot about rock music and new music, and if there's anything good that's new out there. And so I kind of, we came up with this idea, he came up with this idea mainly, but uh, to do a segment, kind of showcasing some of the music, but he'll explain everything again, as I just did. Uh, but let's get this in, take a quick break. We'll be back hopefully with Angelo Petiti. Hang on. Great.
0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken, and it is time for the Seth Williams Show New Music Moment. And Seth, as you guys are well aware, has been talking on the show about not being able to find new music. Well, I've taken it as my personal quest to introduce him, and thus you, to some new music that is coming out from bands. Some that you know, some that you don't, probably more that you won't but it's the new the newer music, the newer rock music that's out there today cuz contrary to what uh, is being said here on the show there's plenty of it coming out. So, I will introduce you to a little bit of it, maybe a, maybe a band or two every single week, and we'll start this week with a band that is a favorite of mine and friends of mine from Albany, New York. The band is called Plush. And here they are. And I'll just tell you Plush is a band. They're they're sort of based out of Albany, New York. Um two of the members are from are from that area and one is from Maine, the guitar player is from Maine and the, the drummer is from Arizona, I believe. Um they've been around really for about 2 years. They formed during the pandemic through social media and they um you know, they have had just a whirlwind run their first their first year. They they put out their album simply called Plush in Uh, 2021, the end of 2021, and it has been an amazing ride for these girls. They have been out on tour with uh, Pick a Band, Seven Dust, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, Daughtry, Alice in Chains, Slash. They played all the big festivals a year ago. They literally have made a huge mark in a short amount of time. Uh, You might recognize the singer, the, the girl here in the middle, that's uh, Mariah Formica. She was on The Voice uh, a few years ago, and um, it was a travesty that she didn't win. Because, in my opinion, she has the absolute very best voice in all of rock and metal right now, and that's you know that's big praise. But she really is a is a powerhouse little girl. She's probably four eleven or so, but man, does she make up with it, make up for it with her huge voice. Awesome, awesome stars. These these girls not only not only are they is it an all female group, but they kick ass. And I mean, not just for girls. You know, you, you've heard that before. For girls, they're great. Absolutely not for anybody. These girls are great. Um, they're all under the age of twenty two. So where Seth is worried that there's no bands that are young and up and coming, this is one of them. Uh, they're working on their their sophomore record right now. They are um, going to be probably, I'm assuming, out all summer long. I I will pretty much promise you I'll get them on the Seth Williams Show at some point um, to, to come on and talk about what they're doing. But for now, let's get you guys used to plush. Here is a here's a little bit of a clip from their video, uh, Will Not Win. This is from their debut release. So this is plush right here on the Seth Williams Show. This time you win. Okay, just a little taste of the band Plush, that was Will Not Win make sure you check them out, uh, their website as you can see on the screen is plushrocks.net they're on all the streaming platforms so if you listen to them and you use the streamings, go check them out, their album does kick absolute ass, it's really great um, and that'll do it for this edition of the, the new music moment here on the Seth Williams show, I know we need a better name but uh, make sure you keep watching every week, we'll have something for you to let you know that rock is far from dead out there today. So for the Seth Williams show, I have been Chris Aiken, and I will be again tomorrow. See you, folks.
1: I love it, man. See, I love that segment. Love hearing the new rock nice. and nasty. I thought those girls were pretty cool.
2: (laughs) Actually, they're super duper hot. What am I going to say? I'm telling you, even if there wasn't a video, if that was just the you know the radio, that was a hell of a song. So yeah, and I uh, I love the
1: way the segment is. So I'm very happy with that. That's going to be a new segment we're going to be doing here weekly on the show, and we want to get it sponsored. If you want to sponsor it, Seth Williams32 at yahoo.com. Let me know Seth and Mike at outlook.com. You can email us and we can uh, work you out with that. But uh, very cool stuff. Enjoying the new music stuff. So uh, we're going to talk more about the music. Angelo Patidi unfortunately um, had something else going on. Um, and in fact, he, he, it wasn't even that he was driving. Didn't realize that the uh, the the show was like on video and everything else. So next week we'll be joined by Angelo Patidi, and he's very happy to come on. They're very excited about coming on. Uh, but. Um, didn't make it on tonight for various reasons. So, Chris, yes, sir. How are you, my friend?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Thank you for doing that segment. I love that segment.
0: Good, good. So did I. Hope you found something good. It's amazing how good those girls are at. Yeah, you know, the the drummer, the drummer Faith, uh, with the curly hair, like the, yeah. yeah, curly redhead. She graduated high school in June.
1: Wow get out of here
0: he graduated high school in june and then was out like 10 days later touring with alice and Chains.
1: jesus man now i kind of feel bad saying they're super duper hot then but no yep. she's i mean everything's okay there so i'm good
2: they're
0: definitely <laughs> hot there's no doubt about that but man they've they've been through cleveland they rock too they, they they really do rock and um yeah gunner's right they do sound like heart if you if you look up Mariah, Mariah Formica, which is spelled like Formica, F-O-R-M-I-C-A, if you look her up. There's a there's a cover that she did of Barracuda by Heart, and they um they actually play it in every show that they do. It's like they're one of their main mainstay songs. But um, yeah, I mean, she's Mariah is amazingly talented. I mean, she's and and yeah, part of that is me and her are friends, so so I'm a little. Bit, <laughs> But uh, I mean That band is going to be something And that's when you always say There's nothing good out there and There's no good rock that's out there I'm like wait a minute bro Because there's a lot of stuff like that that's going on
1: Yeah I guess You know and you're right I, I can't wait to hear more of it as the weeks go on With, it, with this segment um, But the, uh, the thing that bothers me I guess Is maybe you don't hear it enough Around here at least
0: well, where would you hear it? That's the problem. MMS, yeah. is, where are you going to hear it? MMS, maybe? In between Nirvana tunes and Van Halen songs? Y- you know, you're not going to hear it on NCX. You're not going to hear it um, anywhere else on the dial. Where Where else would you hear it?
1: I, I guess, you know, I'm uh, when I filled in for you the other night on Corsaken Presents mm-hmm. last week or whatever it was, and Eric and I talked about it, and I think I brought it up to Kip Winger, too, about the the state of, you know, rock music and that sort of thing. And they both kind of said that maybe not in Cleveland, but other places in the country, it seems to be a little bit more popular.
0: Yeah. Well, I I know, like, even in Columbus, they have more radio, more radio interaction with bands. And the biggest problem that, that we have right now is that radio as a whole it's so it's so spreadsheet centric yes. that that they don't want to take chances on a new band like a plush as an example it's much easier to throw papa roach into corn into three days grace and you know all proven entity bands if you're going to do active rock and and not take any risk that people won't like it you just go with the safe and that's you know, that's no. as anti-rock and roll as it could possibly
2: be. I was going to say, man, that's the antithesis of rock and roll is being afraid to taste, take risks when that's yeah. all it was. We got to hope. We, I mean, we have to hope that this generation or something happens to where the pendulum starts to swing the other way and people take some of the tech out of their ear and set their phone down And discover again what a live band kicking ass in a place like the Troubadour or the Agora feels like. And and that that will be just as much fun. And then it all starts all over again. It does.
0: But I I think, though, Mike, I think you got to kind of, I don't want to say you got to go back to the old school, though. Because it can be done with the new school as well. Like this band that I just brought you guys today, Plush. They're formed 100% on social media. They weren't playing in a garage band together or anything. It was Mariah finished on The Voice. So she was basically a game show contestant on The Voice. And then she from being on The Voice to put a, she put a flyer on Instagram. Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm saw it and shared it. And that's how they ended up with um, Ashley, who's the bass player, the blonde girl. And uh, Bella, who's the the girl with the long straight hair, she's from Maine. She just happened to see the um, the advertisement through Instagram. They're not an organic band. That's not you know they they're very new school in how they came together. But boy, you it's just the weirdest. You know, it's it's like any other band. I mean, how many people knew at the time that that weird mishmash of Metallica would be Metallica or right. Guns- or the Rolling Stones, you right? Know? And, you know, it's just when you get the talent together, it either meshes or it doesn't. But um, there's a lot of it out there. I'm definitely excited to kind of do one of these for you guys every single week and turn you on to some, some new bands and maybe even some bands that you've heard of. I, I'll probably next week slide in Wolfgang Van Halen. Nice. Well, you guys know the Van Halen name. I'm pretty confident that probably 75% of your audience... Does not realize what that kid's doing.
1: Oh man, he's actually he's brilliant, man. Yeah. You well, know, with a dad like that, how can he not be kind of? Um, he,
0: he is, but he's but he has his own identity, and that's, yeah, uh, that's the unique thing. His music has its own identity that's very different from Van Halen. So, you know, we'll probably cover that. And, I, and believe me, I have a laundry list of. I have a hundred bands I can bring, so we could do this segment for quite a while.
1: Yeah. Now, um. I watched part of the, I hate to admit it, but part of the iHeart Awards the other night, music <laughs> awards, and you know they're giving awards out to bands like Coldplay, and oh I, my god, I and mean, like I don't, I mean, I granted, I, I mean, Coldplay has a hell of a following, and I, I mean, I guess I understand it a little bit, but that's not rock music, um, in my opinion, anyways. But oh, okay. you see bands like that going, I mean, they're worldwide, and it seems like rock seems to have a bigger effect. Outside of the U.S.
0: Oh, it does, 100%. Because here in the U.S., we're all trend jumpers. In the U.S., the U.S. audience will look at whatever the TV is feeding them or the radio is feeding them, and that's what they listen to. That's and why jump
2: on, yep. Rappen- Plus, there's a lot of There's a lot of organic stuff happening in places like France and Turkey and Germany that give rise to a nice blend of the old and the new uh, mm-hmm. with regard to you know live entertainment clubbing uh pro yeah. social protest the lyrics meaning something god knows the world could use it
0: well and and, and it again it's it's just not happening here if right you look up and you know i'll challenge your your listeners i'll give them exact searches on youtube of big huge things if they look up the um Look up the band Pantera, which everybody that's a metalhead knows. Look <laughs> up Pantera uh, Chile 2022. They just were there in like, I think, November. And you'll see 100,000 Chileans just going crazy in one spot at one time, just packing 100,000 people. Or if you look at the, the Wacken Festival in Germany, and 2022 or or 19 because the pandemic killed it for a couple of years. That, that festival has a couple hundred thousand people that show up for four days to watch a hundred bands that are making metal music, you know? So there is an audience for it. It's just here, here we go for the cheap, you know, we're, we're looking more for somebody that's, like extentation, some rapper like that or Takashi 69 that's you know hot on TikTok instead of actually <laughs> making organically yeah. good solid music. And that's why, you know, one of the things I always I always joke with people about is you know, we all know how like here in Cleveland, we've got WNCX, right? The, yeah, the right. Rock station. They're gonna run out of stuff to add because what is there to add from the last 20 years? Good point. And that's a long, I mean, if it was three years or five years, that's okay. That that happens from time to time. You have, you know, lulls in music. But we legitimate name the last big band that came out after 2000. That's huge. And yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah, you're going to struggle. I mean, you know, yeah. the God Smacks and stuff like that. But, I mean, those guys are still, I mean, I mean, they're playing overseas, but they're not as big as they used to be in the 2000s. Yeah.
2: I thought Greta Vlam Fleet was going to start something, but that didn't get as big as, you know, I thought it might.
0: Well, you, you know what, Mike, and, and this is this is only my assumption, but you can tell me if you think I'm right or wrong. I don't think a band like Greta Vlam Fleet is ever going to be the answer because they almost get the double whammy. They sound like an old band. So new kids don't do it. And the old people would just rather listen to their Led Zeppelin records than actually adopt a band that, that borrows from Led Zeppelin. So they gotcha. don't get that audience either. You know? Got a
2: point there. I can If I can change the subject for a second, I've talked to Seth a little bit about this, Chris. You and I haven't talked for a while. So let me first start by saying it's good to have you back and healthy and creative and and that segment you put together for our show was i'm looking forward to the next one cool but i've been following by email and getting updates on a, a documentary that's due to come out uh sometime next week and the title of the documentary is what the hell happened to blood sweat and tears okay and it's, I'm curious about it, because that concert in August of 1969, when 80,000 people showed up at Blossom, who was prepared to deal with about 25,000, right. is still etched in memory. And the poor guy that had to open and got the message, uh, can you please stretch until the band gets here? Uh, I walked up to the stage, the microphone after what he thought was his set and said, Well, I've been told I got to play some more. Uh, My name is John Denver. And here's a song that I haven't even recorded yet. I'm writing and working on it. And then he played uh, Leaving on a Jet Plane. But for people that don't know, Blood, Sweat, and Tears was the first American band to play behind the Iron Curtain back in the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, I told Seth, And I'm certainly inviting you. It's down. It's going to be in Columbus for a week, and it's going to be at the Cedar Lee for one night only. If we can coordinate our schedules, it might be a hell of a lot of fun to go see this to see that documentary.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested. And
2: talk about what that was all about because, you know, that was back in the day. We're celebrating rock and roll and all of its machinations, and you know, hard metal and heavy metal and. You know, etc., 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 and people forget that the government and politicians and the news every night said, "Oh my God, you know, the society's changing and the kids are going to be corrupted." And and what it was like when rock and roll first hit the world, and uh I don't know, it might give us a lot of perspective and a lot to talk about.
0: Sure, I would definitely be interested. I love blood, sweat, and tears. You know. It's, it's such a funny thing because I'm considered most people when when they see Chris Aiken presents or they see Classic Metal Show or whatever they just think that I'm like a a hardcore you know metal fan which I am I make no uh-huh. about it there's no there's no heavy metal that's heavy enough for me I'm I'm just fine with the Cannibal Corpses and the heaviest <laughs> of yeah but at the same time my favorite station that I listen to is a yacht rock station listening to Air Supply and You know,
2: I couldn't believe that when you posted it. But yeah, it's kind of interesting. So, I mean, I've just I'm glad I'm 67 for a lot of reasons. I mean, like I said, I was at that blood, uh, blood, sweat and tears concert at Blossom. But I was also at the one where Crosby, Stills and Nash said, uh, we've never played this song in front of people and launched into Ohio. I mean, there are just moments where the music has been cool.
0: Sure. There's tons of them. And there's there's a lot
2: coming too.
0: And there's so many great documentaries out there. If you're a music fan, and and I mean, if you're a music fan, you can go to YouTube and just search any band and you'll find 10 documentaries on it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, and in a weird way though, and I'm going to go back to Glass Half Empty for a minute. We always do that. We always go backwards. Yeah. And we don't, grab these new bands you know we're anymore i mean there's so many bands that are out there that are just killing and they're like there's another band that i will bring at some point to the show called dirty honey which some people have probably heard they've had one or two songs on the on the radio that have been successful but they they've they're great they're they're as phenomenal as a band could be they should absolutely be what Guns N' Roses was in 1988 or the Black Crows in 1990 or, you know, they should be that type of a band. And they're not, even though they're touring with those bands and playing in front of 20,000 people. And it's because nobody, the old people that go to the shows do not, will not, they just refuse to accept new music. And it's, it's, I, I can't imagine how frustrating it is to be an artist today where, You're, you know, even even these bands that we're talking about, like like Blood, Sweat and Tears, they knew that the parents of their kids would would at least hear the music.
2: Yeah. And it's
0: it's a different animal now.
2: I was at the Troubadour to see the first time Van Halen played the Troubadour. And the following week they were scheduled to play their own high school prom.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean,
2: I, they were 17, 18 years old then, too, so... Sure, was it's,
0: that, like, 77, 76, something like yep,
2: that? Yep, 76. Yeah.
1: Sad, sad part is, though, Chris, is that uh, a lot of the new bands don't even get a chance to do these tours because the old guys are still touring. I mean, Air Supply is coming to town, I think, this, this year, a few months. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look a lot different now. Did you see these guys now? They're, like, tatted up and... They're like 80, and they got nail polish on and and ready to go. But I'm going to that show. I'm telling you, right now, I'm going to see Air Supply uh, because you're right. We kind of go back to everything that we liked, and a lot of the new stuff
2: isn't accepted. In fairness, when I was at the Comedy Store, Mitzi Shore on Sunday nights used to have uh, the big band cover bands and all of the bands the uh had one guy from the original band and everybody else in the band was like 17 18 20 years old you know oh, yeah. so i saw buddy rich and i saw all the classic big band shows um and, and i listened to the music of the era um but you know it's like peter noonan still tours and everybody else that backs him up is like 20 so that, that's always going to happen. The, the key is to be a good enough band that 40, 50, 60 years later, people still want to hear your music.
0: Yeah, well, and, and, but it's, it's, I think the economics are a big problem these days, too. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's so expensive to tour, and everything has become so commercialized. You know, I, I won't mention names of specific bands, but I've talked to many that have gone out on the road to play tours. Like I, I have two different friends that have bands that toured with Tesla and they bought onto the tours and they went broke because yeah. they, you know, they pay an astronomical amount of money. They pay like forty, fifty thousand $50,000 to go on, to go and play 10 shows with a band like Tesla. And then they get to the venue. They've got t-shirts and CDs to sell. But the venue now takes a percentage of the, of their merch money yeah. as well as not paying them, as well as them paying to be on the tour. Yeah. So they come back broke and then they're disheartened. And then we, we as fans lose a potential band that could have been the next great band.
1: Agreed. And Gunnar was talking about it, and you see it a lot now, country music has taken a lot of the rock stuff away. I mean, you get a guy like Kid Rock going out there and doing more country than he's doing rock anymore. Uh, maybe yeah. not with his latest album, but um, but a lot of country is now more rockish than it was the twang that it used to be. And so it seems like because it's a more popular genre, maybe, that country takes over some of that rock stuff.
0: Well, here's the deal with that. it's e- The reason it works, and, and you, if you want to look for the blame on that, blame Shania Twain and Garth Brooks because they're the ones that stopped doing twangy and actually did huge shows. And I've seen them both. And I can yeah. tell you, the Garth Brooks show is as big as any Metallica or U2 or anything you will ever see. It yep. is a massive, massive production production. Yeah. Shania is too, but it changed. It changed the way that, that, country was perceived. If you go back to Shania's album, her breakthrough album which is called Come On Over, she released it in both a country format and a rock format where they just changed the music and put her put her vocals over rock tracks. And you can buy that even still. You can buy the rock version of her of her record. It changed the game. And if you look at what they're doing now the country artists Look at who the big country artists are like a Carrie Underwood is she really a country artist
1: man she's I don't more more, yeah, pop, right. more pop than she than anything oh,
0: and, and, and who's popping up and playing with her at shows Axel, Axel Rose Axel you know, Rose so right I mean I mean it's not it's not there's a tear in my beer anymore you know it's definitely it's definitely more of a rocked up thing and I mean, they have the country twang in the guitar, but it really remember. it's really um, reminiscent more of rock music just with a slide guitar than it is of country music that we grew up with. Gunner
1: Gunner brought up Chris Gaines. Remember that?
0: The legend of Chris Gaines. Yeah, I remember that.
2: (laughs) Hey, who would have thunk? that um, Northfield Park, MGM Grant, would have ended up as interesting a music venue for Northeast Ohio because, like, you lament the big shows and the stuff that doesn't come through, and we've talked the politics of touring and so on and so forth. But, man, there is always somebody worth seeing out there at that casino. It's
0: a great venue. It's my favorite venue in town. You know, no offense to the other guys. I mean, there's a lot of people doing good stuff. In the in the various venues, but as far as the seating is good, you can yep. see from everywhere. the The sound is pretty darn decent. It doesn't echo all over the place like yep. I don't know, like House of Blues or whatever. You know, I mean, it really, really is a comfortable venue. I've seen, admittedly, it's ten minutes from my house, so that's also a benefit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um it's but worth it, the drive. But it's it's definitely the easiest venue to get in and out of in Cleveland or in the Cleveland area. Yeah. You know, and it's big enough. It's what I think it holds like 2,500 people, I think. So it's it's big enough that you can get, I mean, I've seen artists as big as like Sammy Hagar there. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a good size. It's the right size. It's a great venue. And the guys hats off to the people at MGM. And I forget who owned it beforehand, but, um, but hard rock
1: it.
0: wasn't it? Was it? Wasn't it? Hard, it was rock? hard rock, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hard rock. that's right. Yeah, but yeah, it's a great venue.
1: I, I, I just saw Tesla there last year and it, it was awesome. It's a great show. Um, do you think streaming has a lot to do with the way that music is going these days? Because now yeah. all you need is a song, all you need to download it, you don't need to buy a CD anymore, you don't need to hear the other tracks on everything. So music kind of sucks because it's a one hit kind of thing.
0: Well. Yeah, no, I, I mean, streaming, you'll get the argument from every, from every band. I, dude, I have put this question to every band up to Grammy winner, winners. I ask them all the time. They, they bitch and moan all the time about that they can't make any money. And I'm like, okay, then why do you put your music on Spotify? Why do you record your whole album and put the whole thing up for free? And the answer I get every time is it's what everybody else is doing. And that's such a crappy answer. It
2: sure as hell you know, is.
0: You know, it's like, and I, I had this debate with David Ellison from Megadeth um, one night on my show. And he said that to me. And I said, well, why wouldn't you just put up four songs so that people can hear a little bit of what you're doing? Yep. But if they like what you're doing, then sell the other six songs for five bucks or something on your on your website. Because then at least you get something yeah you know but but he was just like "Nah, that's they'll just listen to the four songs and they won't buy it it's like well then why make it <clears throat> you, you know if, if i i get it that it's a passion thing but it's also a business and it should be all right i think, I think the no. biggest problem with streaming though is that when we it, it's a problem i have in in all walks of life free is garbage free is always garbage amen you know, if
2: the audience sits there and pays the respect based on what they th- And right. if you give an audience a free show, they think it ain't worth anything because it didn't right. cost anything. If you oh. charge them five bucks for the show, they have more respect for the show. It yeah. works in comedy that way. It works in music that way. I think it works in general that way. If it's I- free, people think it's cheap.
0: Exactly. I mean, we're three old guys sitting here talking. Each one of us has a favorite album that we bought, and I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, whatever that album is for you guys, I know what it is for me. Um, I remember getting it, I remember opening it, I remember reading every credit in the stupid thing. I remember memorizing the lyric sheet. And Chris, I got to,
2: I got to tell you this: my dad had four pizza shops, right, and every booth in the pizza shop had one of those. Uh, record players where you just like flip the things and put the quarter in and play the music. And they were all on 45s in the jukebox. Every two weeks, the guy came around and changed the music. He put eight new songs on and he took eight off. And guess what? They gave away the 45. I had a 45 collection that I probably could have retired on if I didn't go on tour one time and have my, you know, addicted, uh, roommates sell all my records, but my point is that was, you know, that those were my favorite records. Is I had the original 45s of jumping Jack flash, the Beatles, sure. you name it. I had it in, in a 45. So. See, you got to remember though, Chris, I'm a
1: tad bit younger than Mike, actually a lot bit younger than Mike. Um, so I was more of the cassette guy. Yeah, um, that's cool. <laughs> oh. so I had like Guns and Roses, Lies, stuff like that. Skid right. Row on there, you know. And I walked around like I told you the other day with one of those yellow Sony Walkmans, right. like I was something cool with a yeah, little yeah, headphones on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but Pink Floyd is obviously was my favorite band growing up. Like oh, mine too. Hey, um, so you know. The, whether it's The Wall, Dark Side, whatever, all of them are, are, are fantastic. Uh, so, and I think, you know, now there's a, that new appreciation for albums once again. My daughter all of a sudden wants albums and has like all these Elvis albums laying all over the place. And I mean, I guess it's cool that they're getting back into it a little bit, uh, but the music needs to catch up. Do you think grunge had anything to do with getting rid of a lot of the, the, the good rock music back in the day?
0: I don't know. I see. Grunge was a big seller if you think about it, it. I mean, people were still buying. I mean, Nirvana's never mind. What that sell 20 million records or something? Yeah, I mean it huge. Yeah, I mean it was huge. Soundgarden was huge. Stone Temple Pilots, uh, you know, there's a there's a long list of those bands. I, I just think the, the biggest thing that really hurt the industry was the industry itself. It just like at the beginning, rock radio switched from being rebellious radio to being to be insane corporate
2: radio amen yeah. i mean now why we have the three of us here as this show has a tendency to do when it comes up with an idea that might benefit things and make things better why don't we enlist or at least make inroads at the rock hall and get them to use that ten thousand See wonderful venue right across the street called Public Hall, and do something about bringing new music, up and coming music, rock and roll music, live music, back to the city of Cleveland and put this city of Cleveland back on the map. Screw that! What
1: they need to do, as far as the Rock Hall goes, is
2: push they need it. to build their own
1: venue there. I mean, they could have a beautiful area to build their own venue. Right there on the lake, and they could do whatever they want to do with it, whether it's an amphitheater, but that would be closed for a while because of the weather. But you could put their own venue there, put a club there, put whatever it is. I mean, the Rock Hall is missing the boat, I think, when it comes to I I think so too.
0: But I think we should. The Rock Hall misses every boat on everything, if you ask me. There, they are definitely they've done everything wrong, as far as I'm concerned, from not having the not having the um, induction here every single year, which is absolute insult to having the weird artsy shaped building that represents nothing of rock and roll to, you know, all the way down to, you know, other than the ZZ top car, I don't have a whole lot of love for the rock. (laughs) Hall. I really am disgusted with, with what they've done because they it's just been a poor representation. It's
2: what I'm saying is between the CMS network and between this show, Let's put together a white paper on shoulda, woulda, coulda and dump it on their doorstep and dump it on City Hall's doorstep and see what we can do to wake this city up. If we sit around and wait for Cleveland to get it, it will be a cold day in hell.
0: Well, the problem is, is that to get that piece of paper, you got to go to New York anyway, because they... That's the problem. They're not here. They don't have any community love because they're not part of the community.
2: Yeah. And I, that's
0: a problem. That's a problem. I, I agree. The, the fact that you guys had Joe Cleon on your show, one of the preeminent photographers of rock music in this, in this town for 20 years plus has taken some of the most iconic pictures that you have seen. Pictures that if I held you up a cover of Scene Magazine, you'd be like, I remember that one. I right. remember one, I remember that one. Those are all Joe Cleon. And he can't get so much as a picture in a frame in a building in his town.
2: That That's they're all not, wrong. We, we started not, that when he was on the air that we were yeah. going to follow up and demand that the Rock Hall look at putting together a room for all the Cleveland photographers. Because mm-hmm. not only was rock and roll named in this city, it was also photographed in this city.
0: Yeah, but and
2: were, there they're, should they're, be something about that in the Rock Hall, too. So.
0: But in the grandest celebration of rock and roll, it's not part of this city. Those people don't live here. Yeah, and well. that that's the biggest problem we have. I mean, the only way you're going to make the rock hall make sense is to put Cleveland people in it. And, you know, who? Jan Winter isn't giving up his, his job right. you know, <laughs> in New York City. He's going yeah, to keep You're right. You know, I mean, and, and how, what could you possibly say to convince people that? that making it easier for the artists by doing it in LA or New York every year is better or is worse than doing it in Cleveland. That's the problem. Yeah. Money. It's only about money. If, if the, if there was something that came out of getting, doing a performance in Cleveland at the rock hall, if they could come in, like, I mean, you would really have to incentivize it somehow you'd have to make it like a, like a DVD, or not DVD, but a streaming broadcast, we're going to have Pat Benatar's induction concert on this stream that she could sell beyond it or something.
2: True. Then, then but like I said, to... let's put a little thought into it and come up with a way to make it
0: happen. Yeah, well, I don't know that you can beat that door down, Mike.
2: Well, well, let's look at it this way. Martin Luther couldn't knock the door down, but he nailed the theses to the front of it that caused a little bit of a stir.
0: Yeah, but there's been 600 years since then, Mike.
1: Yeah, thank I you. Know. <laughs> uh, Tom says when the rock hall opened, they really focused on local and regional bands having them play in the plaza in the summer, right? And at the inside space, our band did one of the opening events, but yeah, the, the, but they've gone away from that. And you know, the and to, to Chris's point, kind of uh, forget about even getting through the rock hall, which would be near impossible to get people from the New York and politics involved in that. The city of Cleveland screws every damn thing up that they can possibly I, screw I, up. Yeah, Whether it's Tower City, whether it's busing, whether it's the lakefront, whatever it is, the city of Cleveland screws it all up. Whether it's Mm -hmm. police, they screw it up. So you're not going to forget about the Rock Hall. You're not going to get the city of Cleveland to change anything.
2: Well, how about we put together like another World Series of Rock and put it on pay-per-view and approach HBO or the the, uh, Russo Brothers that are filmmakers in this city and make it a documentary and a series. I'm, you know, I'm I'm not willing to just wash my hands and say it's beyond hope. I
0: don't think, especially if
2: we put together a world series of rock for all of the bands like plush that Chris knows, and we could promote it and introduce the world to a whole bunch of rock and roll uh, bands that deserve the attention.
0: Uh, all I know, Mike, is that what you would have to untangle politically is on par with trying to balance the budget. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, just just if you take all the little pieces that we've talked about over the last four or five months on the show, the whole thing about limiting bands where they can play if they play certain festivals right. in Ohio. If you take apart the tax money that the city of Cleveland would have to. Go ahead and say, okay, Rock Hall, we don't want that anymore because we want the show in Cleveland instead of the money. You got to convince you know, the Cleveland government to take less right. tax revenue. Then you got to convince the people at the Rock Hall that it's a more money-making venture. Then you got to convince every artist in the country and in the <laughs> world that they want to come to the middle of the country to play this thing.
1: Wow. And then you got to get through people like Live Nation. You got to get through you know, all the other things that go involved with, with getting a, even a concert to put on.
0: Forget about but, yeah, Rock Hall. if if Bruce Springsteen, we'll use Springsteen as an example. If Bruce Springsteen was approached, now Bruce Springsteen has to make a decision: Do I play a non-Live Nation venue like the Rock Hall or not? And do you think Bruce Springsteen, who charges two point five million a night, is going to turn down or is going to t- potentially piss off
2: yeah.
0: $100 million a year for touring so he can go stand in a triangle building?
2: <laughs> so you think that Cleve's stock is not like really going to happen anytime soon? No. With it, three it, days it, of uh, love,
0: Columbus, peace, and
2: music here in Cleveland, Ohio. It, Damn. it
0: happens every year in Columbus. They call it Sonic Temple. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes, they do. Um, uh, We'd have trouble playing it on this show, a video of something, because we'd be banned. Forget about putting (laughs) a concert on it. With 18 people, we wouldn't be able to play the video. Right. Um, (laughs) Too funny. But, I don't know, man. I just, I would love to see music take a turn for the better. And I think that that's, you know, circling back, if you will, to like uh, over a half hour ago when we played the segments. Um, that's what I want to see with this segment—is showing people what the m- new music is and you know what's kind of out there and you know, showcasing some talent on this show, which I think is cool. So yep. yeah,
0: that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna bring you guys bands, mostly bands that you probably have not heard of, or you might have seen the name, but you never you you never got past just seeing the name float around because there's there's tons of them that are out there, and it's just. You know, it's it's almost kind of going backwards to the underground, you know, just the underground is a little more digital, but it's, it really is the underground where you just got to kind of, you find it, you tell two people and they tell two people and right slowly, but surely that's how you get discovered.
1: Yeah. I was watching a couple of videos on TikTok the other day. I called you about that band Elaine or whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, I mean, it may be too heavy for this, this crowd, <laughs> but
2: I sent uh, you some stuff, Chris, about Critic City, too.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm getting all kinds of all kinds of entertainment from you, too. See?
1: <laughs> See how we roll? We don't save it for the show. We just give it to you.
0: There yeah. you go. Well, the, <laughs> the funny part was this band, Elaine, that Seth is talking about. He's like, hey, have you ever heard of this? And I threw him a link back, right back of, well, here I am interviewing him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Uh-huh. Was, yeah. I was
1: like, dude, you ever heard of this? Great new <laughs> band. I love this new song that they got. You ever heard of these guys? And Two seconds later, I'm watching a 30-minute interview with Chris and this band. And I'll tell you what, if you get a chance to check out the band Elaine, E-L-E-I-N-E, I I believe. Um,
0: uh, Or E-L-A-I-N-E. It's like, because it's like half of Madeline. All right.
1: Well, and she is way hot. Um, It's a a pretty heavy band, but she's got a great voice. And uh, check out that band. It's it's definitely interesting stuff. Yeah. I like that band a lot. Uh, I think YouTube has helped the trend downward. It was Justin Bieber and that girl saying Friday, Friday. All yeah. these social media things don't help. No, but it not. doesn't hurt either. I mean,
2: I don't know. I, I will tell you, man, it, it's... It, it, we. I remember in the 60s and 70s people going, oh, my God, they're going to put a chip on our neck and they don't have to anymore because everybody's got a cell phone. It's just...
1: well chris i appreciate you coming on spending all this time with us no problem man
2: looking Um, forward to it
1: angelo petiti couldn't uh, come on tonight and he's going to hopefully join us next week uh Uh but thanks for coming on talking some music and thank you for the new segment
0: hey no problem guys
1: see you next week we'll talk to you thanks All right, let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a couple. Hang on. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma.
0: Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, Call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, Radio Voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney, no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate, 216-233-4240
1: right back here on the Seth William Show with Mike Chazaka. Talking about all that music stuff. Thanks, Chris. Gunner Man, fans.
2: that was a hell of a band.
1: Yes, Jim Jim. Jim Flush. New bands. Yeah, new, open up. They're already know the bands. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was a good band. And I think it's a good segment. I think it's very cool. Very excited to uh, Looking forward to more of those. No kidding. Um, as I said, Angela Petitti had some going on. He was driving. Couldn't get on the show tonight. Uh, we'll get him on, uh, hopefully, next week. So looking forward to that. Thanks to Tony Massaggio at BA Sweeties tonight. Um, Seth Williams, 32 at Yahoo.com. If you want to register to try to win a $20 gift certificate to a BA Sweeties. Um, well, we got a couple minutes here left. Let's talk about this uh, uh charity once again for East Palestine as we wrap things up.
2: Okay. Um <clears throat>
1: And I know people are still trying to figure out uh, everything and how to donate and everything else, but give them the rundown everything that's going on and how do you get tickets and all these okay. shows that are happening. Uh, you know better than I do, so go ahead. Fair enough. Thanks.
2: Um, the happening, the event is called Ohio Comics Stand Up for East Palestine. And what we will be doing is donating our time and putting together shows in Columbiana, in Medina, in Canton, and in Cuyahoga Falls. Those are the four venues that are signed up. There are still a couple of open Tuesdays between now and May 23rd, when we will culminate with a final free show for as many people that we can pack into the East Palestine high school gymnasium. And the purpose of this is to raise awareness, raise money um, and bring, bring the people some laughs. That was part of it too, because it's like any other tragedy. It's like any other sadness. Uh, We start to heal when we regain our ability to laugh at each other, you know, God forbid the family goes through a funeral. nobody starts to feel better until somebody puts that lamp shame on their head and said, hey remember when Uncle Henry did this and uh, we're hoping that the same kind of thing happens that we heal we make some people laugh again and we found uh, the wayside in East Palestine which the way is a local charity the way uh, station way station boots on the ground. Uh, they're based there, they work there and they know what those people have been asking for and what those people need. And it was surprising because they were asking for things that I up here in Northeast Ohio would have never thought about. Give me an air filter because I want to make sure that every filter in my house is changed and brand new and clean. Cause I have to still sleep here at night and breathe the air, uh, stuff like that. So um, what we decided to do is put together a series of shows. They will all be on Tuesday nights because this way we could go to the venues and the comedy clubs and say, hey, Tuesday's your slow night. We'll pack the uh, house for you and the money that gets raised. We'll send down there. Uh, The club is going to make their money. You're still going to drink. You're still going to buy, you know, food. And so the clubs are taken care of. All I'm saying is, if you are inclined to help those people down there, what you need to do is go to thewaystationinc.com. Seth, thank you. It's up there. And when the screen comes up that says make your donation, look for the box that is blank. And you check other, and then you enter East Palestine or EP or, you know, a comic show, etc., cetera, et cetera. They'll know. And you make your donation. The money goes right to East Palestine. You will get a receipt. That receipt will be your ticket to get into one of the shows. Now, I'll repeat, because Jay wasn't pulling any punches last week when he said, if you want to come see the show, We'll pass the hat there, too, for everybody, or at least give you the input to donate. Um, But we're not going to turn anybody away. We want to laugh. We want to heal. We want to make sure that East Palestine isn't in the news anymore, because you know how the news is. Every four days, there's something traumatic. There's something amazing. There's something horrible. And that's what everybody's fixated on. Uh, It's only been couple months, five weeks, six weeks, but they haven't cleaned up all the dirt. The fish are still dead in the river, and those people still need our attention and our help. I'm proud to be part of this whole thing for a couple of reasons. One, every comic on the bill is an Ohio comic, and we've got talented people in this state. Number two, when I mentioned what I was doing to uh, Seth and Chris, who you've been listening to all night long as well. The first thing both of them said was, how can we help? And so that's how we got associated um, this show and uh, Chris's network. Uh, And so it's just been that kind of thing. I've said a long, long time ago, one of the reasons I'm glad to do this show with Seth here in Northeast Ohio is because when things need to be done people here step up and do the right thing. And obviously with people texting Seth and saying, Hey, uh, how do I make my donations? Uh, We just mentioned this on Monday and it's Wednesday and people are already jumping on board. Uh, So I'm, I'm, I I can't tell you, I'm proud, Uh, you know, Sunday's Palm Sunday. I'm Christian. I'm Catholic. Uh, I'm praying for everybody. I'm grateful, I'm humbled, and I'm blessed. So if you come to the shows, don't be shy. Come up and see me. Uh, I'm trying to see if we can work something out where Seth and I are down either at one of the shows or in East Palestine. Seth was there. Yes. He was visiting his mom, his mother-in-law, with his wife. And they looked at each other and said, hey, we're close. Let's go see. So he went down there and cheered the people up, shook some hands, took a look at what was going on down there and we may end up doing some part of the show or getting somebody from East Palestine on the show for you all to talk to. Uh,
1: Not yet, Scott. By the way, anyone reach out to news outlets to
2: promote this. um, We're working on that. That's next. We wanted to have all our ducks in a row. Then we'll send out the uh, press releases and, and go for the publicity because we wanted to make sure that this was taken care of because the publicity isn't for us. It's for the cause.
1: Now, when you go to the waystationinc.org, the waystationinc.org, there's just a button there that says donate financially. And then you click on the other portion, right? Because there's other things you can donate to, but click on other, just put in East Palestine or EP and make your donation, get your receipt, that'll get you into these shows. Correct. um, it's very cool. Very excited about it. Um, and thank you to everybody who's already trying to get a hold of it. So, um, I think it's a very good cause, Mike. I thank you for doing this. It's, it's awesome. All the other comics, we're going to have another comic on on Monday, right?
2: Yes. Um, Bill stone, who is, uh, not only a comic, uh, he works all the time. He tours with, um, Skippy Mark price, uh, um, but he does all the posters, all the artwork. He'll be on next. And um, he's a good friend, too. And, and like I said, I, we Seth and I just happened to be talking about maybe adding a, a comedy segment to diversify and expand and make this show as good as we can for you all. And uh, this happened to come along. And so now I got a whole list of comics to pick up one by one by one by one every Monday until Uh, this wraps up with the, like I said, the final show in East Palestine on May 23rd.
1: Fantastic. Well,
2: Mike, good job with that. Thanks, Um, bro.
1: I I really like this rock segment. I know Chris put a lot of work into this. uh, No kidding. So I just want to wrap up the show playing that again and then we're just going to get out of here for the night. That'll Uh, work. Monday, we'll have Comic-Con. Wednesday, hopefully we're going to have uh, um, Angelo Petito on. We'll see. Uh, how things shape out or shake out. So have a good night, Mike. Thank you. You too, buddy. And uh God willing, we will uh, talk to you again next week. Thanks again to Tony masaccio for joining us. Chris Aiken, of course, and Chris Akin for doing this segment again as well. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Seth. See you.
0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken, and it is time for the Seth Williams Show New Music Moment. And Seth, as you guys are well aware, has been talking on the show about not being able to find new music. Well, I've taken it as my personal quest to introduce him, and thus you, to some new music that is coming out from bands. Some that you know, some that you don't, probably more that you won't but it's the new the newer music the newer rock music that's out there today cuz contrary to what uh, is being said here on the show there's plenty of it coming out so i will introduce you to a little bit of it maybe a, maybe a band or two every single week and we'll start this week with a band that is a favorite of mine and friends of mine from albany new york the band is called plush and here they are and i'll just tell you plush is a band they're they're sort of based out of albany new york um two of the members are from are from that area and one is from maine the guitar player is from maine and the the drummer is from arizona i believe um they've been around really for about two years they formed during the pandemic through social media and they um, you know they have had just a whirlwind run their first their first year They, they put out their album simply called plush in uh, 2021, the end of 2021, and it has been an amazing ride for these girls. They have been out on tour with uh, Pick a Band, Seven Dust, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, Daughtry, Alice in Chains, Slash. They played all the big festivals a year ago. They literally have made a huge mark in a short amount of time. Uh, you might recognize the singer, the, the girl here in the middle, that's uh, Mariah Formica. She was on The Voice uh, a few years ago, and um, it was a travesty that she didn't win. Because, in my opinion, she has the absolute very best voice in all of rock and metal right now, and that's you know that's big praise. But she really is a is a powerhouse little girl. She's probably four eleven or so, but man, does she make up with it, make up for it with her huge voice. Awesome, awesome stars. These these girls not only not only are they is it an all female group, but they kick ass. And I mean, not just for girls. You know, you, you've heard that before. For girls, they're great. Absolutely not for anybody. These girls are great. Um, they're all under the age of twenty two. So where Seth is worried that there's no bands that are young and up and coming, this is one of them. Uh, they're working on their their sophomore record right now. They are um, going to be probably, I'm assuming, out all summer long. I I will pretty much promise you I'll get them on the Seth Williams show at some point um, to, to come on and talk about what they're doing. But for now, let's get you guys used to plush. Here is a here's a little bit of a clip from their video, uh, Will Not Win. This is from their debut release. So this is plush right here on the Seth Williams show. Oh, this time you win! Just a little taste of the band Plush. That was Will Not Win. Make sure you check them out. Uh, Their website, as you can see on the screen, is plushrocks.net. They're on all the streaming platforms. So if you listen to them and use the streamings, go check them out. Their album does kick absolute ass. It's really great. Um, And that'll do it for this edition of the the new music moment here on the Seth Williams Show. I know we need a better name, but uh, make sure you keep watching every week. We'll have something for you to let you know that rock is far from dead out there today so for the seth williams show i have been chris aiken and i will be again tomorrow see you folks
1: Hey, it's Seth for Smoking and Rock and Roll Food Trucks. You got to check them out, man. The food is just unbelievable. Mac and cheese is fantastic. The brisket, everything else is just to die for. You got to check out Smoking and Rock and Roll 605 Clay Parkway in Bay Village. You can give them a call, 216 539 2239 to book a food truck. Uh, you know, Find out where they're going to be at. They're going to be all over the place, especially when the spring and summer hits. It's unbelievable food. They win awards all over the place. Run by my good friend, uh, Billy Morris. Uh, And his friend Todd They're good people And they make great, great food You gotta check it out Smoke and Rock and Roll dot com.
0: Tees and Signs has become your complete One-Stop Sign Shop Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344 Their friendly and professional staff Can and will help you build your company brand And identity from start to finish One-Stop means you get a complete package From one location Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, T-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs, 4883 Turney Road. Call us at 216-299-9344.
1: Hey, it's uh, for Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village. And now if you need a podcast done, you got a band, you got to record some stuff, Audio Bay Studios is the place to go. Train technicians, uh, good management there. I'm telling you, Audio Bay Studios has helped me out tremendously with my podcast. You want to go there, Audio Bay Studios, 605 Clegg Parkway in Bay Village. It's right next to, or in the same building, I should say, as Smoke and Rock and Roll. Some of the best barbecue food trucks in town. The best barbecue food trucks in town. Tell me, telling you, you got to check out Audio Bay Studios. I know the guy, Chris Aiken. I know the guy, Billy Morris. They're good people. They take care of you. Audio Bay Studios, if you got a podcast that you want to start recording, Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village is the place to be. 605 Clegg Parkway. Give them a call. 216-713-0066. That's 216-713-0066. All right.